This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Jill Bennett in the chair today, as you heard on the news, uh, with the sports, well, many sporting events canceled, postponed until a later date. We're talking about the major events, hockey events, basketball, a lot of things you might head off to a restaurant to catch and enjoy an evening out. Those are canceled. So will that be a big blow to the restaurant industry? Joining me is Ian Tostenson, CEO of the BC Restaurant and Food Association. Ian, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thanks, Jill, for uh, letting me go on. <clears throat> uh, so we just got rideshare in time to get people out and home <laughs> safely, and now this. You know, I'm trying, I'm trying to connect those dots. I'm sort of figuring how can that success help us here. I mean, uh, this is true. I, I what, um, Yeah, so the short term here is, is not good. Um, incremental sales, um, you know, with the Canucks and with probably concerts and cruise ships. But what... When listening to the newscast, everything is is temporarily postponed, not canceled. Right. And I really believe that um, the decision we have to make, you know, as as citizens here, is that it's today and it's three months or five months from now. And I think five months from now is going to be a different world and a much more uh, informed and um, and in a world that's calmed down. So we're going to take a hit here. There's no question about that. Um, there's going to be a lot of businesses, uh, especially in downtown Vancouver, that rely on, I think, a cruise ship brings in $3 million each time it lands, and that's off the table. I'm in Victoria right now. It's the same issue with cruise ships. But I think, Jill, our ability to look at restaurants as a, an objectively a very safe place to go, a very clean place to go, a very uh, great place for food security, and to not abandon Restaurants, there's just too much at stake here. But if restaurants do what they do well in terms of protocols and safety and hygiene, there's no reasons why we should we should abandon them. And we can all fill in for um, the business that we're about to lose in the next three or four months. Uh, and do you think, or are there that you're hearing uh, enhanced protocols? Because I mean, I've worked in restaurants; it's been a while, yeah. but I immediately thought of the servers and people who are going to be inevitably. You touch glassware, you touch cutlery, you touch plates. You're going to be touching the very surfaces that could be the most uh, the most toxic when it comes to this uh, this stuff. So, is there? Do you know of enhanced protocols to keep restaurant workers safe? Yeah, so there's protocols, and and now there's sort of someone said to me, we're doubling down on it, so we're going to make sure that everybody is really diligent about this. So, yeah, right, sir, make sure to wash your hands, right? We keep telling us to wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands, sneeze in your, in your arm, all those things. Um, my son is in a restaurant last night, and I said, how do you feel about that? He goes, I don't care. He says, it was great. And he said, but they did something that was really cool. He said, as soon as the guests left the table beside us, they came in and they sanitized the table. So we are going to encourage those visible cues that people know, you know what, these guys are on top of it. Those things are important, know that the place is being cleaned. Maybe you have to have some signs that say our employees wash their hands. I know it sounds elementary, but the public needs to have that assurance of the things that we do normally. I think we have to put them up front now just to remind them because otherwise we're going to lose. It's going to go the wrong way. And we don't want to be what happened in Seattle. Uh, Seattle is a disaster. But because they created zones and restricted zones in Seattle, but there's restaurant groups that are closing, like the restaurant group that shut 12 of their 13 restaurants down and for three months. 
that doesn't serve anybody uh, anybody's purpose. But I, I don't think we're going to get to that here, Joe. Um, I think the provincial government has done an awesome job at information. The three thirty every afternoon in CKNW. That's really good because it builds confidence. And I saw the health minister today, and they're really confident about uh, what's going on in British Columbia. And we're in control, and we can't measure British Columbia um, and compare well, compare it to the United States and say, boy, we are just light years ahead of what they're doing down there. And you mentioned it as showing what's happening in the States and as far as restaurants. Looking as well, and again, hopefully it doesn't get to this point, but even looking at Italy and people, we were talking to people since that country was put on lockdown and saying, yeah, in many cases, the restaurants are still open till 6 p.m., but there's this rule that you have to be at least a meter away from people. So you certainly couldn't pack the restaurants. The tables themselves in a lot of restaurants are much closer than that. I mean, is there a concern with those kind of measures potentially coming to BC? I don't think so. Um, I mean, if we get, to, I was just saying, if we get to that stage, we've got bigger problems. Um, I think we, you know, that we'll keep distance. I think people are now getting comfortable with distance, cleanliness. Um, no one shakes hands anymore. It's quite something, you know, everybody's bumping and doing that thing. It's kind of fun in a way. But I don't think we're going to get that. I, I think you're going to see probably not those crowded situations, and, and that'll probably adjust itself normally. I really do believe that people that are sick aren't going out. I don't think that we have a risk of, you know, I was actually um, yesterday, there was a woman in an elevator. I was going to see my accountant and and she goes, I don't think you want to get in here with me. She's wearing a mask. She was sneezing, coughing, and she looked just horrible. And I said, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. And I'm thinking like, what are you even doing out walking around? But if that person was sitting in a restaurant, I'm sure that the people in the restaurant would ask her to leave because it's just not on now considering all the risk that we're, we're faced with in terms of this, um, this, this situation in the world. Right, unless she was on her way to the doctor's office or on the advice <laughs> of the clinic going to where she was supposed to go, that seems like she shouldn't have been in that elevator. Well, no, and, and, and it's funny because maybe three weeks ago I could care less, right? Just say, oh, the poor person has a bad cold, but now it's a whole takes on a whole different thing, and people sneeze, and so I think that we're very alert that way. and That's going to really serve us well in public places where people go, you know what? I'm going to keep my distance or do the right thing. And, and so I come back to the fact that in restaurants, there's enough space and, and protocols for sure in our world that um, it's, you know, I think people are going to need restaurants. I've said this before. They need to go there and they need to, to chill out and they need to sort of put the, the, the disaster of the world away from them right now because it's going to come back. I mean, we've been talking about labor supply. Well, that's still going to be a problem in six months. So, you know, uh, changing your menu, so I would do that. I mean, there is going to be tourism, there is going to be airplanes flying again, and the world will normalize. And so we can't, we can't forget that goal. We just got to get to that goal, to allow us to keep these businesses open. Absolutely. Uh, you mentioned uh, the, the kind of, I think you said that writing off the cruise ship industry. Uh, have you been told that there won't be a cruise ship industry or that the season will be postponed in Vancouver? No, we're assuming that. Um, only because Princess uh, today, uh, they've uh, put a, a sixty-day, I think a sixty-year, sixty-day hold right. on their cruises worldwide, and so I think they're going. Everybody's going to pull back and and um, and just kind of take a breather. I think um, I, I'd be really hard considering that cruise ships have been uh, having some issues for the government to say, oh no, no, bring the cruise ships in. The only way that's going to work is the cruise ships can prove to the consumer that they've got it locked and loaded. And I talked to somebody in the cruise ship industry this morning. And they said, you know, these cruise ships are really, really, really 
well trained, well done. But it, you know, this there's been a few incidences until they recruit you increase that confidence. I think there'll be a breather. So I'm I think we'll see is maybe the cruise ship industry that's postponed for a couple of months but not cancelled. All right. And in the meantime, uh, as you said, your advice, uh, go to restaurants if you want, that people need not be afraid uh, to no. go to restaurants and to enjoy them. Absolutely. And you know what? It, you know, our favorite topic is, um, I think one of the, when, it's funny now, but when I think one of the things that will help is that people can actually get to restaurants now because of all the work everybody did on Uber and Lyft and, and feel good about that. And um, so, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is, and if it gets to a point um that there's bigger concerns and restaurants won't be open by this point. I can tell you this industry is just locked and loaded and ready to serve. All right. I'm sure we will talk to you again about this. Uh, thanks, Joe. <laughs> Ian, thanks so much. That okay, is Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Ian Tostenson, the CEO of the BC Restaurant and Food Association.